The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The lighter side of football. Unstinking believable. This is All Pro Lines with your hosts, Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Oh, baby. The moment we've all been waiting for is finally here. It's time for pumpkin spice flavored everything. I'm a Falcons fan. It's been a tough life. We had one great player ever that came and took him away to federal prison. <laughs> Michael Vick, right? This is the man who tried to smuggle marijuana through airport security in an Aquafina bottle. Which is A, fucking clear. And B, a fucking water bottle. Which you're not allowed to bring through airport security. Right? Here's an idea, genius. Don't hide a thing in a thing. You're not allowed to bring through the thing. I'm going to put my weed in this pistol handle and sneak it on the air. That was the brains of my offense for seven years. Welcome to All Pro Alliance, folks. That, of course, was the comedy stylings of my (laughs) co-host over there, Kostaki Economopoulos, live at Acme. That album's alive and kicking, baby. Uh, How you doing, buddy? Good, man. That's good writing. It's nice to hear. (laughs) Decent jokes, you know, (laughs) pretty good reaction from the crowd. Um, Yeah, I was looking for a clip to slide in there today, and it was Michael Vick, and I said, hey. That's a good reason to plug the Patreon.com slash All Pro Lines, where we have the history of the Falcons. And the chapter three, for everybody that's inside the title, is specifically about Michael Vick. We talked for almost an hour about with the Michael Vick chapter of uh, Glenn Grizzard's History of the Falcons. And he uh, cast doubt on the premise of this joke, which is interesting. We discussed that on the episode, so uh, check us out. That's true, but I think you're going to get a little bit of uh, leeway there. What do you call it? Art- artistic <laughs> yeah. license, if you will? Yeah, it's been a few years, among other reasons, to let that go. You're, yeah, yeah. you're a comedian, <laughs> not a Michael Vick historian. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Michael Wilson jumped in here and said funny stuff, see. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I can't believe it, man. This week, football starts, and we got the Bucks kicking it off against the Dallas Cowboys. How excited are you? I'm very excited. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm thrilled, man. It's finally here. It's uh, kickoff time. You know, last year, we didn't know if we were going to have football, 
and it was such a great respite from the rest of the yucky world, you know, that they did it. And we could argue, and I actually did, they shouldn't have played, but I have to say that I was thrilled to watch football. And once they got going, they did a great job with what they were doing, and they didn't cancel a single game. They moved a few around. We had Wednesday afternoon football, you know. We had Friday football. We had Saturday football. (laughs) Depending on how important they deemed your team to be, they were willing to work with you. Yeah, that's right. We had Tuesday football, but we didn't have any games that didn't happen. So kudos to them. And this year, I think we're going to have some problems here and there. I think uh, this is still a big issue. But I am not afraid that the season will go away. I'm not afraid that a giant catastrophic COVID thing will end the fun of the general storylines. Man, I, I, I sure hope not. I, I might be wrong, but I, I feel safer about it this season. We'll see. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, we'll work with you. If you're the Denver Broncos, you're going to be playing football. You're going to be fielding a running back, a quarterback. Sorry. (laughs) Deal with it. But that's why, you know, Cam got cut. And, you know, listen, it's my own speculation and the speculation of other people. But, you know, maybe that was because he was unvaccinated. I think that's true. That's a good segue to uh, two-minute drill, if that's what we're doing here. Let's get into it, baby. It's time for the two-minute drill. The two-minute drill. The Two Minute Drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy 10 minutes a day, 7 days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, Ethan. Yeah, nice, buddy. Uh, Cam Newton won't say he's vaccinated. He's keeping that information under his hat. Uh, (laughs) Not sure there's much else under there. We don't know that Bill Belichick cut Cam Newton because he was unvaccinated, but I did see a clip of Mac Jones chugging a whole bottle of Pfizer. (laughs) Just to be safe. OJ Simpson was critical of Cam Newton for not being vaccinated. Yeah, Cam, you'd never be too safe out there. OJ's got his eye on you. Might also want to get a steel turtleneck. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) OJ didn't technically confirm that he himself has gotten the shot, although he did write a new book called If I Got Vaccinated. If I'm vaxxed, Uh, I'm also vaxxed. Yes, if I'm vaxxed. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's this, that's definitely going to be the story of the at least the beginning of the season. Kirk Cousins unvaccinated. Hey, we all have unvaccinated cousins, don't we? True. But suggested encasing himself in plexiglass, yeah. which seems more like a dig at the offensive line. <laughs> it's no surprise to me that Kirk Cousins is acting like he's a bubble boy. <laughs> you ever see that movie? Yes, it's been a while, but yes. It's ridiculous. We had the steel curtain. Now Kurt wants the plexiglass cubicle. (laughs) What a nerd. (laughs) He said God will protect him. God's trying to protect you. He sent you a miracle drug that's a get-out-of-jail-free card from a possible death sentence. Right out in front of your face, dummy. It's literally like the old joke about the guy who drowned in the flood. You know what I'm talking about? The water's rising and a jeep comes by. It's like, it's, there's a serious flood happening. Like, no, God will protect me. Water's rising. A boat comes. No, God will protect me. Then a helicopter comes. He's like, no, God will protect me. Then the guy drowns and he goes to heaven. And he's like, hey, God, I thought you were going to protect me. He's like, I sent you a jeep and a boat and a helicopter. <laughs> That's what Kirk Cousins is doing now. What year is it? How long have we got to tell this joke? Have you seen the Vikings offensive line? God does not care about Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I sent you a right tackle. What do you want? That's right. You want a left guard? I sent you a left guard. You ignored it. I made him count 10 Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady got the vaccine, even though technically it has three calories. So that was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> 
Tom said he hopes to be with the Buccaneers for many years. He said that this week. For many years. What is he talking about? I'm cool with it if by for many years he means the first half of this September. That's about as much as I could take of this guy. The year is 2039 and Tom Brady, human robot, is defending his 86th title. So season opener, Buccaneers, Cowboys. It's Cowboys and Pirates. This is like a kid's game, right? (laughs) I guess kids today play Cowboys and Washington football team. That's maybe not, not as much fun. Cowboys versus Guardians, right? <laughs> Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy wants to put 2020 in the rearview mirror. I'm like, yeah, all of us want that, Mike. Yeah, no shit. That's uh, kind of ironic because that's where your successes are, it, way back in the rearview mirror. Cowboys cut uh, their backup quarterbacks, including uh, Garrett Gilbert. They're better off with Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey's hard to defend because every pass is a no-look pass. <laughs> he can't make he's eye hard. contact. It's <laughs> he's very, very hard to read. <laughs> I should probably close on that one. <laughs> You catch the pass. That's my best Gilbert Godfrey off the cuff. That's actually not terrible. Yes. Not great either, but he's he's tough to do. He's he, you know, he's one of the first comics I ever met. When I was at the University of Georgia, I worked on the little club that would bring comedians to the campus. And I went and picked him up at the airport and hung with him a little in the green room and everything. And he was a weirdo, man. He was such a weirdo. I've hung with him as a grown-up comedian since. And I really liked the guy. But as a college student, I was just like, this guy is so strange. Like, I didn't, I don't know. I guess maybe he didn't want to hang with the nerds at the university or whatever. Yeah, I think I think he's a he's actually kind of an introverted and quiet and shy guy in real life. For sure. And then he, he like, that voice is such, it's a character. Like, he's not even comfortable doing his own voice to do comedy. So he, Right. And that's what's funny, too. The first time you realize, like, that's not his real voice, you're like, wait, it's not? That's crazy. <laughs> and you hear his real voice, and you're like, that's, no, the real voice is a, is a character. That's what it seems like. But come to think of it, my evolution with Gilbert has been interesting. Like, I met him when I was a comedy wannabe, and I thought he was a weirdo, and the show didn't really land either. Like, it was too weird for us at the time. Mm-hmm. Then I grew up and I began to become a fan. And then I would say in the last five or six years, like, I'm a huge Godfrey fan. And like, if you get a chance to see him live, he is really compelling. I saw him do a, um, when they did the Carlin naming of the street. And then they had the show that night and they had several really big shot comics come and roast Carlin and kind of talk about how Carlin affected them and everything. Gilbert was the standout amongst Oh, yeah. A great lineup with Attell and trying to think of the lineup. There's so many good comics, but Gilbert was the one that was like, oh, shit, that guy's funny. So good. Oh, we could do this if you want to. Um, Fantasy football team names. It's that time of year. You got to do it, man. I collected a few of my favorites. Uh, All right, we'll just power through here. Golf to a rough start. Turn your head and golf. (laughs) Baby's got Dak. (laughs) Farve dollar foot long. That's a bit of a classic. That's an old school. This one's new. Karen Rogers. Come on. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, CDC guidelines. CD's nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the real Slim Brady. <laughs> that's good. All right. Digs in a blanket. Oh, uh, love that. 
I like this one. Galladay Express. How come I never thought of that on my own? That's good. That's good. There's like 10 of these. You got to be careful how you say them if you're doing the radio. My nut, Zach Ertz. Uh, <laughs> stroking Mike Ditka. Touchdown, my pants. <laughs> Big Ben Dovers. Yeah. Pittsburgh Feelers. That's like the oldest one in the history of. Yep. Uh, Sofa King. Awesome Ballers. Show me your TDs. There's this subcategory. There's a whole subcategory. Off all weekend. So whoever beats you can say I beat off all weekend. <laughs> yes. Also submitted off to grandma because nobody wants to beat off to grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I can't stop giggling about it. I want to use this one, but it's too many letters. It doesn't fit. The wreck of Larry Fitzgerald. And my two favorites, uh, Ladies and Edelman and Yippee Kaye, Justin Tucker. I, I enjoy that. All right. We'll call that the two-minute drill, folks. <laughs> the five-minute drill, everybody. The five-minute, two-minute drill was brought to you by... The two-minute drill was brought to you by Daily Comedy News, a podcast that starts with a recap of the late-night monologues that looks at what's happening in comedy. Keep up with Chappelle, Burr, Rogan, Marin, and Economopolis, and all the greats. Daily Comedy News, <laughs> 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Daily Comedy News, hosted by a John McDermott, friend to the show. And oh, old, yeah. You remember that guy, right? Of course course happy to have uh Conomopolis thrown into the list yeah, of greats one, one of the greats <laughs> along with uh gilbert godfrey as well so that's right all right buddy <laughs> let's jump into which comes first oh let's do it you have uh you have a compelling scenario but now it's time for which comes first oh yes it's time for which comes first now tell me will this happen before that happens it's time for which comes first. Far and away the most positive response that we've gotten for the new production is for that one. Which comes first? So, Kostaki, throw it at me. All right. There's a reason these two teams picked first and second in the draft. They were terrible last year. So which comes first, my friend? A Jets win or a Jaguars win? Oh, wow. Both have great promise in the rookie quarterbacks who I think universally impressed most people that know anything about what's happening. Yeah, that's right. No one's saying this might not be the guy, but we actually haven't seen a regular season game yet. So that could still come. That's right. Um, I give you some, I have a little swath of information for you. Okay. First four games for the Jets, mm -hmm. Panthers, mm -hmm. Patriots, Broncos, Titans. Panthers, Patriots, Broncos, Titans. Okay. First four games for the Jags, Texans, Broncos, Cardinals, Bengals. Oh, it's going to be Jaguars. That's the easiest schedule for sure. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> to open, open with the Texans is pretty sweet in 2021. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, they got to get at least one of those four. Uh, the Jets could easily lose th those first four. Maybe they have a shot at one there in, in those first four, I think, but... The law of averages say go with the Jags, so I'm going uh, Jaguars. That's correct. I think that's the right answer based on the information we have here in front of us. Yeah, I think that's right. Hey, how about that? They're going to uh, Sam Darnold right away, week one, with the Panthers. 
Yeah, of course. Where else are you going to go? What do you got over there? Who's, who's backing up Sam Darnold? I don't even know the name. No, but I mean, the Jets versus Sam Darnold, they just got rid of him. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how come that's not all the buzz this week? That's not the big story. <laughs> Wilson versus Darnold, the week one <laughs> matchup on everybody's lips. I didn't even put that together. That's how low it is on the radar. <laughs> After you said it, I'm still like, what? Yeah, I know. It doesn't even register, but that's what it is. What? All right. Come on. It's tradition. What number is Darnold on the current quarterback rankings? He's somewhere in between 23 and 32. Oh, my goodness. That's I, so spooky. I was thinking 23 or further down somehow. We agree. I'm yeah, that sounds about right. I'm not but he has some, Sammy. There's some like little smidge of hope that he's dramatically better. I feel like that's in there somewhere. There's some hope of a Tannehill chapter. It's a small one. No, you're right. But it's in there somewhere. Yeah. You got to bake that in when you're picking the number. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you would be much lower. <laughs> I think you're right, buddy. So we'll see. We'll see but I think uh, you can hold me to it. I'm saying Jags. Okay. All, All right. right. I like that pick. Um, so I guess we could just roll right into kudos and taps, my friend. Okay. I thought maybe that would be the most heralded, uh, drop of the new era. I thought so too. I had a, a lot of high hopes for it, but, uh, doesn't seem that way. Taps on the back. Taps on the back. Taps on the back. Taps on the back. You almost robbed yourself of the credit of it because it's so well done. It sounds like like you just pulled it from somewhere. (laughs) Whereas the other one clearly was kind of put together by a couple of knuckleheads. You you could feel it when you listen to it. (laughs) I guess it's a compliment to say that it was too good to believe it was you. (laughs) We'll go with that. So I appreciate that, man. A lot, lot of kudos to you on that. But I will, I'll start off first. I'll give right. my taps on the back. Is um, you know related to all these things. I gotta give him a little bit of props. Uh, it's going to Glenn Grizzard for just you know putting the time in to be you know the voice of the show, the announcer. He did a great job, bang up job. Volunteered his time to the show, and that voice is just perfect for our show. So Glenn Grizzard, I know you're listening somewhere. That globe trotting. Globetrotting Glenn is what I call him. So, taps on the back to you, sir. Taps on the back. That visit to your house, like, like you guys are like long lost buddies, or something. Like there was a little distance built in there somehow. Now you're like all about Glenn. What, what happened when you guys hung out? I, yeah, I don't know. I think it think it just took uh, us hanging out without you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the. Uh, the, fir- the Glenn first impression can be a rough one. You got to clock seven years with that motherfucker till you go, oh, okay, he's all right. <laughs> yeah, maybe you would know better than me, but I would say the seventh impression is also pretty rough. <laughs> also rough. Yeah. yeah you got to go deeper. <laughs> all right, this one's going to hurt me a little bit uh, because not only is it Tom Brady, but it is in my division. It's unprecedented. When teams win Super Bowls, 
all of those players have all the shine on them of having everything came together and it was magical and everyone is suddenly worth more money the next year. It's like rats leaving a ship. Once a team wins a Super Bowl, generally guys run off and sign bigger contracts all over the place. And this Buccaneers team... It's unbelievable. They have every single significant starter is back on both sides of the ball. After winning a Super Bowl, they were able to figure it out with a salary cap. And I'm sure some of this is Brady's doing. And I'm sure some of this is the coaches doing. And clearly the front office and the GM. I mean, it's a crazy Herculean effort to get all these guys back in the fold. And they did it. This team is primed to be great. Again, we've never seen anything like it, so I'm still not rooting for them. I <laughs> I hope they lose on Thursday. I hope they. I don't like the Cowboys either. I can hear my dad's voice. I hope they both lose. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I have to give them kudos because that's amazing achievement. So kudos. That's the big storyline I think going into the season here. A lot of kudos. Yeah. Did you uh, see the story about that came out about Brady saying that he he had COVID? We're just finding out now at the end of February or something. Right. Well, he said it was shortly after the parade. I'm like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) You think? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My first, I had all the thoughts on this. My first thought was when I read the headline, he had COVID in February. I was like, why couldn't it be a week earlier? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Uh, That's not healthy, but that was my first thought. And then my second thought was, Maybe he was just hungover and he just hasn't had a drink in 20 years and didn't know how, how terrible that feels. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm dying. I probably have COVID. No, you're just, uh, you had four shots of tequila and you haven't had booze in your whole adult life. Yeah, it reminds me of a Mike Vecchione joke. It's something to the effect of, he's something like, I'm 40 years old, which means if I lift weights or work out, my body still feels the same. <laughs> Or uh, lift weights or go out drinking. My body's still... Uh, yeah. well, I screwed oh, yeah. it up. You get it. You get it, though. <laughs> I'm starting to feel so old, man. It's like... Mike needs a rewrite on that joke. That joke's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whether I lift weights or work out... Ah! I knew what you meant. Mm-hmm. Becky Young's great. If you don't know who that is, go look him up and thank us later. He's a... Uh... He's a slightly under-the-radar, freakishly good comic. He's, he's good stuff, man. Absolutely. Day job, Ron Milford says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JB chiming in, too. He says, uh, I'm late. Did you guys cover Brian Kelly butchering the old John McKay execution line? Did you see that video? I did see it, yeah. It's funny. He did murder it. He did ruin it somehow, but it was still fun to see. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> He forced it. It was awkward. It was. He said it wrong. It was like all the strikes. <laughs> I really just want to be able to play it right now just to bail myself out from bombing so hard on someone else's joke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Here we go. See if I can pull it up. Uh, share. And there it is. Ready? Go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of your team's ability to withstand Florida State's impressive comeback? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... You know, I'm, I'm in favor of uh, execution. Maybe maybe our entire team needs to be executed after. <laughs> it's just, it seems like it's not even. John McKay's rolling over in his grave. It's terrible. That's <laughs> much better than uh, much better than mine, actually. At least he, he kind of got the premise still right. I was 
not mixing two scenarios. You want to play a Mike Vecchione clip just to clear the air? (laughs) (laughs) I'm 40. My body's breaking down, which means if I go out for a night of drinking or lift weights, my body feels the same. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Better. Yeah, it's getting there. (laughs) What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, uh, so you have some shows coming up. You're going to be on the road quite a bit. People can see tour dates at Kostaki.com. Do you remember off the top of your head some of the places you're going to be? Oh, my goodness. I, did, I wasn't prepared for this, but let's see if I can do. I got nine nights, nine cities, nine shows coming up here. It's September 10th through 18th. Let's see if I can do them in order. Hiawatha, Iowa. Green Lake, Wisconsin. Hiawatha is a shrine. I'm, work, I'm working with the Shriners. They're awesome. They actually, when I was there last, they gave me a, a shirt with my name embroidered in it. Um, it'll be good to see those guys again. Green Lake, Wisconsin is an opera house. And in the afternoon, this is kind of cool. I'm the judge. I'm a judge at the chili contest Whoa! in the afternoon. Yeah. I don't know how, what my qualifications are. I, I very easily get chili. I need to wear socks a lot. So maybe that's it. I, I'm the judge. I'm judging the chili. Uh, then I do, uh, Davenport, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Then I do Fort Dodge, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Then I do Janesville, Wisconsin. These are all really interesting locations. Uh, Davenport is in a beautiful old spooky place that has weddings. It looks like a haunted house. It's, and it's run by this super menschy, fairly young couple that bought this crazy building. And mostly they're in the business of having weddings. And they, they do comedy nights there as well. And they love comedy. They're great folks. Fort Dodge is at a, uh, like an entertainment center where there's video games and a batting cage and a bunch of weird stuff. And then they also have weddings and events like on the other half of the building. And they were doing a show in there. Janesville is run by a menschy dude who loves the Cowboys and loves football. He's a big fan of mine. It's like a burger and sandwich bar kind of place. It's cool. Then I go do two really nice theaters with Bob Zaney. Wabash, Indiana and Anderson, Indiana. Oh, oh! right before that, I'm doing a very small club in South Bend, Indiana. That one's run by some good folks. And that one has a warm place in my heart because it was the last club I did in 2020. And then I went away for, you know, they, they always say you're, you're only as good as your last show. Well, thank <laughs> God my last show for a year and a half or whatever was a really good one. So I had that kind of in my heart, you know, the whole time. Did you really think about that a lot? Well, I didn't because it was a good one. You know what I mean? But when you have one that kind of like, sometimes it's just a clunker and it sticks with you and you have to do another show to cleanse your palate. Sure. And if I couldn't, it would have tortured me for months. That one was a really fun show. And it, it kind of, it was nice to have that in my back pocket for those months of doing those shows. Mm-hmm. And then the last one on this run is Shelbyville, Indiana. It's a really cool theater. And they've been struggling because they have a pretty big monthly nut. And they haven't been able to do shows. So this is one of their first ones back. So come out and support those guys in particular because they need it. In fact, go on their website and give them a donation. They're a beautiful little theater that's been doing all kinds of creative things there for years. And they're a nonprofit little uh, little group and, and good folks. They've been doing comedy for a long time. So it will be good to be back there. So that show I'm doing with Willie G from The Bob and Tom Show. Okay. And two of these I'm doing with Bob Zaney. And most of them I'm doing on my own. 
So it's going to be fun. Very nice, man. That's a nice little run. Kostaki.com for all the tour dates and allprolines.com for all things all pro lines. I think it's time to jump into quiz time, my friend. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. (laughs) All right, this idea is from Andreas Economopoulos, who uh, loves this kind of stuff. He was into last week when we did the... uh, when I had you try to guess the Vegas over-unders on the team wins for the season. Yeah. Which, by the way, I did on Bob and Tom, and something weird happened in the in the universe, and Chick hated it and was mad at me for bringing it up, and it was awkward as fuck. Why? Because <laughs> Chick was in a weird mood and took it wrong for no reason. I don't know. I don't know why. It didn't make any sense. But it was it was a weird kerfuffle on the show. And actually, I haven't been on yet. I'm doing it tomorrow. Then I will not be doing a quiz or mentioning the Washington football team. So hopefully we'll be fine with Chick. Okay. All right. So Andreas said another fun thing you could do is fantasy-oriented player props. Fantasy-oriented player props. Okay. So at a place like FanDuel, which is where I went to get these numbers, and you can find these all over the place wherever you go to get this kind of stuff, your job here is to guess the number, Okay. I got about 10 of these for you, and we'll kind of go through a little bit rapid-fiery. All right. Um, A.J. Brown receiving yards on the season. Mm. Season-long receiving yards. Remember, there's 17 games. All right. So you want me to guess the over-under? Yeah. I'm going to give you, let's see, what if I give you a 200-yard window? You can be, if you're within 100 yards, either way, I'll give you a point. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, I like what Ron is saying in the chat there. And I'm going to go with him. Within It's got to be within 200 yards. I think this is, this is a good one, 1250. I'm, I'm with my man, Ron. All right, that's correct. The answer is 1200 even. A.J. Brown receiving yards, despite Julio Jones showing up, they expect a big year from A.J. Brown. Now, these are, the, these are the Vegas-y sharps. These aren't just fantasy dorks, so they know what they're talking about. All right, let's go down a big notch. You tell me what Vegas thinks about Antonio Brown's receiving yardage on the season that's tough to call because i think that he he might have a pretty decent bounce back year but i think anything over like 600 yards would be a bounce back year for him right so i think 600 is kind of low but but he did have a really good run at the end there he did like maybe there's there's a lot of chemistry they've gone through an entire off season now and he's you know more or less rested Hasn't played that much in the past couple seasons, so... Greg Clark is guessing 850, just for the record. 850, Greg says, and 650, Ron says in the chat. And mm. I think I'm going to just about split the difference. I'm going to say 750. The answer is 725. Hey! That's another point. Killing it again. My goodness, these are hard. Okay, uh, Jamar Chase, another tricky one for fantasy dorks to try to figure out. Rookie out of LSU, one of the most highly touted uh, wide receivers of all time, certainly since uh, the only one that all the big shots agreed on as the number one overall prospect since Megatron. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, buddy, I don't know anything about this guy, so I'm going to put the over-under at uh, 69 yards. What? 69. <laughs> No, let's say, all right, for real, you want a real number? I'll give it to you. It's going to be 800. 
800 seems like a good guess. This says 966. That's outside the 100-yard uh, uh, window that you get on either side. Um, oh, on either side. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go. Darren Waller, total yards on the season. Uh, put me down for 1150. Oh, you're so good at this game. 1100, according to FanDuel in Vegas. Yeah. Three out of four so far here. All right. Antonio Gibson rushing yards. This is not including receiving yards. That's part of his appeal. Okay. Uh, Antonio Booby Gibson, uh, his over-under on rushing yards is going to be set at 900. That's a good guess. This says 1025. Mm, just outside. Uh, still rocking. Chris Carson. Chris Carson of the Seattle Seahawks. He's going to be set at 1100. Chris Carson, this says 976. Oh, okay. I guess they have some injury history baked into their figure he's going to miss two or three of these games. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go Let's go back up to the top of this heap. You ready for this one? Derrick Henry rushing yards. Oh, boy, okay. Oh, man, for 17-game season, <laughs> over, under, he's going to get what? like 300 a game. So <laughs> let's do the math. It's a, it's a big number. It's a big number. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be something like um, 1,900. Oh, wow. I, I led you too far. It's 1,540 according to this. Oh, okay. All right. That seems high to me <laughs> as an over-under. I mean, you had a spectacular year. You can go way above that. But as a betting over-under, cripes, that's a big number. That's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. All right, shifting gears a little bit here. Daryl Henderson rushing touchdowns. Oh, okay. Over in there. Now, to remind the listener, Daryl Henderson became pretty much the premier running back when Cam Akers went down. And then they added Sony Michelle recently. So there's a little bit of a, well, how much are we going to get out of this guy? Well, he's my RRB1 in the All-Pro Lions Fantasy League. So I'm going to be a little bit high on Daryl in hopes that He'll hear this and not want to let me down. So I'm going to say that Daryl Henderson is coming in at an over-under on total touchdowns or rushing touchdowns. Which one is it? Rushing, not total. He could catch a couple too. Rushing is going to be something like seven. This says 8.5, which I think bodes well for you and your fantasy team. Okay. Because we'll probably add a couple. Catching-wise as well. All right, now this one I threw in because he's my quarterback in our fantasy league. Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns. Not passing. Rushing touchdowns for Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's got some wheels, this kid. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, And he's got a lot of talent. So as long as he doesn't think, then talent will take over. So if he has enough talent and the system's in place, he's going to get the over-under at like six. Rushing this touchdown. is seven point five rushing oh, touchdowns. I was going to say Hurts. seven. Pretty close to Daryl Henderson. So I'm saying he just, that's not even how he scores most of his points. Oh, okay. Are you taunting me, saying your quarterback. You want to make a bet? You want to make a bet? You want to make a bet? <laughs> make a bet? You want to do a side bet on this? Yeah. Do you want to make a bet that Daryl Henderson has more rushing touchdowns than Jalen Hurts? That's kind of a fun bet. Now, according to Vegas, I've got a one point. Uh, uh, I'm already down one touchdown before we even start. But I'll. That's kind of that's a fun one. I don't even know if Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that about Daryl either. 
That's true. Yeah. All right, I'll bet. What do you want to bet? Um, Although I believe in Daryl Henderson. I got him in the other league as well. I, I'm a fan of his. I think he was a great running back last year. Didn't get enough love. Okay. Whenever we see each other again and we, we go out, uh, drinks are on that person all night. Oh, shit. <laughs> As long as we go somewhere like the pool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in. Count me in. All Jalen right. Hurts rushing touchdowns versus Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson touchdowns. is going to come out on top for sure. And I'll be having a purple haze, my friend. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll, I'll have several cans at the pool for you. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three more of these. Uh, Jared Goff, passing yards. Over or under for Jared Goff, passing yards, 17-game season. It's going to be close to 4,000, somewhere in that neighborhood. But I think Vegas doesn't even like him that much. So <laughs> I'm going to say the over-under is at like 39, 3,900. Ah, so that's almost dead on. 38.75, according to this. Nice. All right, two more. By comparison, Patrick Mahomes over under on passing yards this season. He's going to be set yeah. at um, something like Think higher than three eight seven five. Higher than Jared Goff, who scored uh, th- three points in the Super Bowl. I'm going <laughs> to say he's something like forty five, forty five hundred. Higher, higher. Woo. Okay. Uh, forty eight. <laughs> 5,000 yards is the wow. over-under. Wow, 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 wow. There. There's an extra game, so that's part of it. But still, cripes. Daring you to take the under. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and last one, because I know you picked him. Uh, Baker Mayfield passing touchdowns. Oh, okay. Um, you know, they still got that running back tandem, and they're going to be a run-heavy offense probably. So. Yep. Um, but OBJ is healthy, hopefully. And uh, they're going to be good. So I'm going to say Vegas probably puts them at like 33. These characters are playing along at home. Wes says 28. Ron says 35. Justin says 24. What was your answer? 33. This says 29.5. Wow. Okay. Baker Mayfield over under. All right. So these kind of these are the fun things to bet on. Think about when you're making your fantasy decisions, and you know there's some real numbers out there and real real money changing hands as well. So, okay, people care about these things. It's kind of fun to follow along. It's definitely fun, yeah, to get in these, uh, especially season long prop bets with the individual players, and even for for the teams. I enjoy those. It's something to follow the whole year. You know, you're never really out of it. So I have a quiz for you, sir. <clears throat> Oh shit! Let me do the let me do the plug because this is a natural plug, and then I'll and then I can't wait for a quiz. Um, so if you would like to follow along with more football fun, this is your last opportunity to be a part of the season long numbers that we're putting together over at the All Pro Lines Cancer Sucks Pick'em League. We got some great prizes, including I think the season long first place prize is going to be the signed Judas Priest set list, and we'll throw some. Kostaki albums in there for finishers of the season long. And then we're going to do weekly prizes as well. We've already raised $3,500 for cancer research. Nice. Um, 
it looks like we're going to have uh, more than 100 participants. So it's, it's a big league. It's going to be fun, and we're going to have a weekly winner every week with all kinds of fun prizes uh, there as well. Free to join. We just ask you to throw down some dough to the V Foundation. It's a really good cause. Uh, 100% of the money you put down goes to cancer research because they have underwriters to pay for their day-to-day expenses. You can join any time over the course of the season, but this next couple of days is the last chance to get in there and be competitive for the season-long finish. So uh, jump in there now and have some fun with us. It's a confidence pool. It's going to be fun. Um, all right, quiz quiz for me. Quiz me. I'm quiz ready. for you. Uh, this has to do this – is, this is more of an opinion, but there's only one right answer here. There are <laughs> some – This is a very New Jersey quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you got, you got a choice to do a couple things, but there's only one right answer. Okay, so be careful what you say. It's an opinion, but there's one right answer. <laughs> there's some compelling matchups this year, many to choose from, but I will whittle it down to two for you to choose from, which is the most compelling matchup with interesting storylines here. In week seven, you have the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff going to Los Angeles to visit Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams. Week seven. They were both traded for each other. What say you? Is that interesting? Is that compelling? It's a great storyline, but the spread is going to be 14 points. I think the Rams are really good this year, and I think the Lions are really not good this year. So that keeps it from being magical, but it is a great storyline. It is. And the second matchup that I pose to you is the Bucks. Tom Brady and Rob Gonkowski, week four, going to visit the New England Patriots. The first time being back in New England. Am I supposed to let it go that you said Rob Gonkowski? Am I it- supposed to not notice that? <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer, because that's probably the most compelling on-paper game going into the season, right? It's week four. Brady returns to play Belichick. I mean, that's, oh, that's, I mean, if, if you're not watching that game, you don't like football. That's, that's the game. I, surely I got this quiz right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. That's the right answer. And it's a Sunday night football game. Come on, man. The whole, oh, is it? Oh, it's perfect. Whole country yeah, is going to be uh, watching that one and paying attention to that one. That's a fun one. Like, you know, I don't really care about basketball, but every once in a while there's a matchup and I'm like, oh, okay, I want to see a little bit of that. I'm interested. Like, even if you don't like football, you should watch that game. That's great. Yeah. They're both good teams. They're, I mean, those are. that's maybe the best coach of all time against maybe the best quarterback of all time. And Belichick's down. <laughs> oh, uh, he's 0-1. <laughs> When Gronk does finally retire, I will call him Rob Gonkowski. Rob Gonkowski, when he's finally officially retired. When he Uh, graduates to running a Rob Gonkowski uh, cruise ship week every year, that's his main source of income. It's going to be that, and he's 100% going to own some kind of dispensary that also sells beer bongs or some shit like that. Yeah, he's going to do that. He's going to have his branded vodka, and he's going to be – like a Steven Seagal type actor and show up in all these movies as a, like a muscle knucklehead. Oh God. He's going to be in magic Mike three. I see it already. 
<laughs> that won't bother me as much because I won't be seeing that one. But, oh, come uh, on. The Magic Mike's are actually pretty good. I have watched one of them a little bit, Not and bad. I see the appeal of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to take a over-under from the comments here? What do we got? We got Greg Clark wants to know the over-under on Cole Beasley days away due to COVID protocols. <laughs> you wanna, do you want to field that one? <laughs> If you haven't been playing along at home, Cole Beasley is sort of the face of I'm not getting a shot on the in the NFL. He's definitely the loudest and most vociferous voice of this side of the conversation. Um, yeah, and there's a couple of other key Bills players, including Josh Allen, who has sort of implied that he's not taking the the vaccine either. That team does worry me a little bit like i've actually faded them one small notch in fantasy because i think key players are going to miss a week somewhere this season you know it's probably not going to be a giant thing but i think one of these knuckleheads is going to miss a week somewhere yeah i think how many days you got to miss at least five days if there's any kind of um exposure to somebody that even it's a complicated formula i think if you're vaccinated and you can produce two negative tests that are 24 hours apart or more, then you're back in. But if you're unvaccinated, I think it's a stricter protocol. So I think what, whatever the number is, let's say it's five that you got to be away and then test negative. I think you have to bake in at least one incident for Cole Beasley. So I think the over-under has to be set at at least five and a half. You know, you're betting on whether or not he's out twice, <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess. So let's set it at uh, five and a half. You taking the over? The or Cowboys. Under? The Cowboys' best offensive lineman is probably going to miss the Thursday night game this week. I think I mean, it's official. Yeah, that's the very first instance of a significant player that's going to miss, and it's not yep. even it's not even to the weekend yet mm-hmm. of the very first week. So I think there's a little bit of like when we watch college football this weekend and saw some of those clips of. Enter Sandman in Blacksburg and oh, the yeah. and the jump around in Madison. Man, they gave me chills. It was so cool. Like half of me had the adult brain of like, well, that's not. I don't want everybody to. You can't gather. That's too many. And the other half of me was like, Yay, we're back! You know, <laughs> yeah. like it was. It was so like emotional to see that much like college kid joy. But yeah, we're we're still gonna have problems. Since we survived last year as fans without too many kerfuffles, I think there's a little bit of a, an assumption of like, oh, we're fine. They did it last year when it was crazy, and this yep. year's going to – but there's going to be some wrinkles. Keep some extra IR spots on your fantasy rosters out there. Yeah, for sure. If you got Cole Beasley, you better pick up another Bills receiver and get ready for that surge. But All right, buddy. Well, I'm excited about the kickoff. Uh, who are we rooting for on Thursday? This is a I tough call. Know. This is a tough call for uh, you. It's a big spread. Everyone thinks that I think it's the Bucks by seven and a half. They're home. They're the Super Bowl champs. We haven't seen Dak's ankle work yet. And if everyone's healthy and everything's all the all the things are sort of you know roughly evens, the Bucks offense is awesome. The Cowboys offense is awesome. The Bucks defense is awesome. The Cowboys defense is terrible. That's the difference, mm-hmm. right? The the Bucks have a good defense and the Cowboys don't. So if the Bucks can slow down that juggernaut Cowboys offense, I think they're gonna run away with it, you know, because I don't think the Cowboys can stop the Bucks at all. Okay, so the uh Falcons have the Eagles. 
I just did my picks for the uh, for the, the, the Pick'em pick League that yeah. we're doing, and uh, yeah, I was surprised. The Falcons are favored by three and a half or something. Yeah, I guess they think the Eagles are going to really suck this year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Falcons, baby, why not? All right, yeah, well, I'm hopeful the Giants are uh, playing at home against the Broncos. And okay. uh, I think next time we talk, we're going to be talking about two first-place teams, for sure. <laughs> first place. <laughs> for sure. I like your attitude. We better close on that. We're going to close on that, buddy. So thank you to everybody who joined us on the live stream. Thank you for everybody listening to the podcast. We appreciate y'all. Uh, you get your All Pro Football's Lines back. merch at uh, allprolines.com. You can get the merch there. And football's back. Oh, yeah. We're all excited. Bonus content at the Patreon. Giants and Falcons, first place. And everybody else stinks. (laughs) You heard us, Browns fans. (laughs) See you next week, guys. See you guys. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.